0: Well, that was a dominant one for the Jazz. I was thinking of uh, a million different ways that I could start this video. I think there's a lot to talk about. Uh, the Jazz won by 25. Um, Rudy Gobert had a great game, but Hassan Whiteside had a better game coming off the bench, believe it or not. Donovan Mitchell, uh, I think he scored 12 of the Jazz of the Jazz's first 16 points. So that was crazy. He ended up with 28, uh, shot 50% from the field. That's huge. Um, if you watched the game, there were some awesome dunks. Daniel Gafford for the for the Wizards, Montres Harrell both had some great dunks. Donovan Mitchell had a sweet alley oop dunk from, I believe it was Jordan Clarkson who passed it to him, and um, there were a lot of alley oop dunks. Like the for the Jazz, the no like they were just leaving our centers wide open, just right next to the rim. We have two really tall centers, so it's it's not hard to throw it up to them either. Like they're tall enough. You just kind of get it close enough to them and they'll dunk it. So the wizards in the second half definitely kind of made it easy on the jazz. The jazz were playing great defense. They were holding onto the ball. They finished the game with only nine turnovers shot over 50% from the field. Um, an interesting stat is even though they turned the ball over nine times, um, the wizards had 20 points off of turnovers. So the Jazz didn't have great transition defense, even though they normally have really good transition defense. But if 20 of the Wizards' 93 points came from, like, turnovers, that kind of shows that in the half court, the, Jazz, the in the half court, the Jazz essentially held the Wizards to 73 points. And that's insane. I know the Wizards... Um, they're not an incredible team. They have a pretty good record. They've been outperforming how good they are, which is like good for them. Uh, Kyle Kuzma didn't play; he's hurt, so they weren't at full health. But still, they had most of their team, and the Jazz just really shut them down. No one could like. Beal had an okay game, but no one could really get in rhythm. Um, they, the Wizards, and especially in the second half, didn't know what to do against the Jazz's defense. The Jazz were shooting great. Um uh, one thing that I want to point out, and we might spend a little bit more time on Jordan Clarkson, I haven't talked about him a ton, but he um, let's see. He had 11 points, and five assists and three rebounds and 11 points is like kind of low for him. But five assists is what I kind of want to focus on is um, five assists isn't a ton. It's not like mind blowing, but five assists in 25 minutes is it's something it's it's more than. It's the second most on the team, so it's nothing to scoff at. Um, But he came out, and uh, in this game, he looked comfortable and more of a like he looked comfortable in the flow of the offense. Not saying that, like, it's not that he usually looks uncomfortable, it's just the Jazz kind of have a flow to their offense, and Jordan Clarkson comes in and ignores the flow and kind of does what he wants and still scores points anyway because he's that good. This game, it looks like he came in and he wasn't forcing any shots. He still had a couple of his circus shots when he was feeling it, but uh, I don't think they were ridiculous. I think they were just, he he saw the move and he made the move and he knew he could make the shot. But he was also looking for passes. There were a couple times where, I feel like Jordan Clarkson, he's, he's a push the ball kind of mentality guy. And there were a couple times where I saw him slow down. He scanned the court. He made a good pass, got an assist. So uh, I'm not expecting, like, that's not really why the Jazz have him. I'm not expecting him to do that every game. But what I love is I've been seeing that from a lot of players from the Jazz when that's, like, Donovan Mitchell, he's been a push-the-ball guy. I've noticed more and more he's taking the game a lot slower. And I think that's a really good thing that's going to help keep those turnover numbers down. Um and so what that's telling me is that these players that like when they feel comfortable, when they feel like the offense is clicking, which a lot of times for the jazz, it is, uh, I know we had some slow games this year, but I think we're, they're, they're starting to get into a rhythm. They've won seven in a row now. So I think the players are learning to take it slow. And kind of what's, what that's telling me is Quinn Snyder has noticed that, that um, they, they need to play at their own pace. And for a lot of players, They feel like they need to go make something happen right now. But uh, I think Quinn Snyder's teaching them that if we have a shot early in the shot clock, great, let's take it. Because that was kind of the, the big change that he made last year, which made the Jazz's offense blow up. But now he's maybe teaching them to say, hey, if the shot's not there, let's take a step back. We have 24 seconds. It's a lot more time than you think it is. And I'm hoping that with the mix of if the if the defense leaves any shooter open, the Jazz are ready to take it, but also the Jazz are aren't looking for the first opportunity. They're looking for the right opportunity, is going to help bring the turnovers down. Maybe our points per game will drop a little bit, but it like points per game is great and it it, it the the stat really shows how fun a team is to watch at the end of the at the end of the day um i know that it's a it's a kind of big stat because offense is so big in the league but you could have a team that averages 75 points a game but if they can have their opponent average 50 points a game who cares that they're not scoring over 100 if their defense is that good or maybe they just play at that slow of a pace um the shot clock kind of forces it but you get what i'm saying like points per game isn't the isn't how you win basketball games scoring more than your opponent is so that means the jazz have three less possess- possessions but also their opponent has three less possessions it's fine it's still even and that usually means the jazz are going to get a better shot each time so I'm excited to see that um, the turnovers have been great the past two games they've been pretty low I don't think the problem was fixed but I think we're seeing some um, we're seeing signs that the jazz are working to fix it which is really good news and if they can um, if they can cu- if they can be in their flow of the offense and, and run play the game at their pace, which sometimes that means pushing the ball and running a lot uh, playing a quicker game than the opponent wants to. Other times it means forcing a fast team to slow down um, and and running your offense because the jazz they have they have an okay like they have an okay transition offense they really thrive in a hype in a fast-paced like half-court offense is what i what i've seen more of an eye test thing i don't i don't have any numbers to back that up but that's kind of what i'm seeing maybe completely wrong that eye test isn't always accurate but that's what i've seen they like the they like the half-court game and they like playing it fast but now they're learning to play it slow and having that control gives you the game um, like, because there's some teams that like to push the ball and you're forcing them to slow down on offense, uh, I mean, when they're on defense and, and they have to play a whole possession down 22nd possession before they can get the ball and try to push the pace again. And so that really forces the other team to slow down. They get out of the mindset of pushing it. Or if there's a team who just lives in the half court and can't do transition and doesn't like like once they're set up, they're great. But if you can catch them not set up, then they don't know what to do. Then the Jazz have the ability to push it. Um, it so I think I think we're starting to see some signs of the Jazz using that more in games, and and I I don't this I don't want to start like rumors, but from, from what I've seen from the Jazz, kind of as a pattern is we hear that they've worked on something a lot in practice before it really comes and shows on the court. Um, That's what I've seen is from Quinn Snyder as a coach that he likes to, uh, he, he doesn't experiment a ton in game. He'll, he experiments in theory, he experiments on the whiteboard, he'll experiment in practice. And then once he feels like he's comfortable with it, then he'll, he'll throw it in game. So, so maybe a, me starting to see signs of it. I don't know if you've been noticing these kind of signs too, but seeing this kind of stuff, I know earlier in the season, I started noticing some, uh, some good ball movement developments as a team and, and uh, players like Donovan Mitchell developing into more of a, like showing that they have better court vision. So maybe that was a sign that they were working on it for a long time. And now it's starting to be implemented more in games. So I'm curious to hear what you guys have to think about that. That's something I've been noticing. Um, I'll hop into the box score now. Those are my main thoughts on the game, though. I'm going to skip the team stats because it's just... Just assume the Jazz did great in every single stat. It was a great game for the Jazz, especially in the second half. Um, Yeah, and I'll hop into the box score real quick for the Wizards. Uh, Like I said, no one really got going. The box where the only one over 20 points was Bradley Beal and he had 21 um so not not super exciting. I will say I normally hate Washington Wizards courts and I normally hate Washington Wizards uniforms. So, I guess they're taking a step in the right direction because I thought their court looked nice and I thought their jerseys were ugly but their shorts looked good. So, so maybe they're getting somewhere that um more of the design side of things is are looking better for them but let's talk about the jazz um royce o'neill had a three and he he didn't really show up on the box score at all which is fine he played 27 minutes um we we kind of expect his his game to be on the defensive end and the jazz had an awesome defensive showing so i'm not going to complain if Royce O'Neal plays 27 minutes, doesn't do one thing that shows up on the box score, but the jazz won by 25, I'm going to assume he did stuff that don't, that aren't stats that, that helped the jazz win. Um, but looking at other players, we like, I feel like the jazz is either, we had a player who played pretty good or players who just didn't show up. So like Rudy Gay, he had three points. He played 18 minutes. He played some good minutes, but he, Three, like, well, yeah, three points, three rebounds. Um, I talked about Mitchell with 28 points. Rudy Gobert with 20 points and 11 rebounds. Um, Bogdanovich was 50% from the field and from three. And then I talked about Clarkson with his five assists. And at the beginning, I mentioned that Whiteside had a better game than Gobert. Um, So Whiteside in 20 minutes he shot 8 for 9. A lot of those were alley-oops, wide open uncontested alley-oops at the right at the rim. So um you kind of he did have kind of like one right at the beginning. I don't know if you want to call it a floater or just like a long layup, but there was a matchup. I think he was on Neto. Um but he it was it was a mismatch and he just kind of tossed it in the rim. Uh, so he had a couple shots but like He scored 18 points, had 14 rebounds, and 4 blocks. Compared to Rudy Gobert's 20 points, 11 rebounds, and 1 block. So, like, that's awesome. Um, 4 blocks is awesome to see. 14 rebounds is huge in 20 minutes. And when you get 18 points on top of that, like, uh, he was very efficient this game. And... it kind of gave me this thought where like it's it's Whiteside was such a good fit with free agency and such a great signing, such a good fit with the team, because when he comes out there, obviously, when Rudy Gobert takes a step off the court, the Jazz defense takes a pretty big step down, even though I think Whiteside's been fine. I don't think he's been awful at all. I was worried that he was going to be awful, but he would have a few good plays every game. I don't think he's been awful. I think he's been good. I think some games he's probably been great. Um, but the, the good news with Whiteside here is when he is on the court, the Jazz can play the same defense. They might have to alter it a little bit depending on which team they're playing. Um, the Jazz can trust that they're going to get a lot of rebounds from their center position, which having that happen allows players like jordan clarkson or donovan mitchell to leak out or players like bogdanovich to to get out get down the floor so that if that way if they want to push it they have a shooter in the corner already so then they have the choice of they can drive to the rim they can pass out at the corner and it gives them options on the break so having a player like that on the floor at all times is huge um also for the offense i know people just dis- like i people probably disrespect rudy gobert's offense a little bit um he's definitely not an amazing offensive player but what he brings to the jazz offense i think people overlook a lot and i think he's part of the jazz's offensive scheme um quinn snyder he he designed our he designed the utah jazz offense with rudy gobert in mind it's not like rudy gobert was a major piece of the offense but he knew he had to make it work with Rudy on the floor and he had to get Rudy some touches. Um, So the nice thing with Whiteside is Whiteside provides the same exact offensive skills that Rudy Gobert does. He might be, I don't know. Some people might argue that he's, he's maybe a little bit better at some things, but he's right there. He's perfect for catching the lobs. And like the interesting thing is he's also a center that doesn't demand a bunch of defensive attention which is like kind of a hidden strength because the Jazz have a lot of guys who do demand that kind of attention. And so that's why Whiteside was so good today, was players like Clarkson demand a lot of offensive attention. Clarkson gets double teamed uh, fairly regularly. And so when Clarkson's right in the top of the paint area, it's kind of natural for the center to step up uh, and want to contest it because he thinks he's going to drive in Hopefully get a block on a floater if he goes for that. Um, and so that leaves Whiteside wide, wide open next to the rim. So I think Whiteside was a great signing. Obviously, he's not going to have games like this every game. Uh, the Wizards, the starting center is Daniel Gafford, who he had a good game, 14 points, 11 rebounds. But he's a little bit undersized and he's, he's not really known for his defense. So... And who's their backup center? Oh, Montres Harrell, who's also undersized. And he's maybe known for his defense a little bit more, but not... How long has he been a center? I don't think he's... I've always thought of him as, like, a a forward. And, like, even as a power forward, I feel like he's a little bit undersized. So, that's kind of weird that he transitioned to a center. But, um... So... I think that's interesting that's that's interesting to think about how the jazz offense works and how like a lot of people think of a good offensive player as someone like Paul George where he he can handle the ball, he can pass the ball, he like he, he people think that the best offensive players are like like those Paul George, Kevin Durant kind of players but um it's good to take a step back and remember that it's a team game that players like Rudy Gobert, even though they don't have the... He, Rudy Gobert's nowhere near the ability of other all-great centers like H- Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaquille O'Neal. He doesn't have those moves. He can't create the offense on his own, which I mentioned in, in other videos that Shaq, he, he was elite lead at creating offense on his own, but his biggest strength wasn't creating on his own. His biggest strength was being in the right spot to get the pass, to get the easy bucket. That's why Shaq was so good in his prime. So Rudy Gobert doing stuff like that um, and, and being the guy who can just kind of sit in the shadows so people don't even talk about him when planning for their defense and, and game planning. They only game plan him on the, on the other end when they're on offense. It makes it so that you get an easy... 15 20 points a game um and in this case we kind of doubled that up with white said as well so i spent a lot of time on the centers uh that's probably going to wrap this up huge one for the jazz seven game winning streak i believe we're up against the clippers next um my computer's probably going to be too slow so nope okay clippers next i was right um that's wednesday i believe so the jazz have a nice long break um you get to come back home after a four-game road streak. Road, yeah, sure. I don't know. It's a streak. It's a winning streak, so I guess it can be a road winning streak. <laughs> but um, good win for the Jazz. I Honestly, I was a little bit worried about this one. I knew the Jazz were a better team. It's just the Wizards were, have been playing good recently, and I feel like... I feel like this, this would be a game to stop a good streak going. So um, the Clippers should be a fun one. They are even like they haven't been playing great, but they're definitely right in the playoff conversation, right in the middle of it. They're probably not going to be a play-in team at all unless they fall apart. So I'm excited for that one. Make sure to like the video. It, it helps us a lot. It, it means a lot. If you're a Jazz fan, follow this channel wherever you're watching. We're on all sorts of channels. So um, wherever you're watching, follow and, and let us know that you've that you found us and you're a jazz fan and we'll give you a shout out. So thanks for watching. Everyone who made it this far, thanks. I know 20 minutes is kind of long for a video for just watching me talk, but um, I'm excited for the jazz this year. We have a good streak going, so um, make sure to tune in for, for next video against the Clippers and go jazz.